Jupiter in Aries. This is fire sign energy, and Aries is traditionally ruled by Mars. So think of this placement as a balloon. Aries forcefully helps Jupiter expand, sometimes a little too much. These natives naturally know how to take up a lot of space and a lot of attention. Independent is a big key word here. Not only do they take up space, but they don't need your permission to do so. They have a way of always getting their way, and they don't like to be given orders. They want to be the ones giving the orders, and uh, these natives do well in a position of power. This combo often does well in regimented spaces where they can be in charge. So that means places like the military or politics, sports and pro athletes. Really, they tend to do well making a career out of something that they can be in charge over. And I gave those few examples, but anywhere really, powerful CEOs. I feel like politics is a big one. Politics in the military really stick out, and maybe that's just the significations of Aries and then Jupiter expanding them, but that just makes sense to me. Military and politics, and then also sports, pro athletes, just because Mars is so active. These natives also believe in themselves wholeheartedly, no doubt about it. To them, there isn't anything they can't attempt and then ultimately achieve. They can be brash and come off as full of themselves at times, which we're going to see that with all fire sign Jupiter placements. Not one of the fire sign placements for Jupiter is, uh, oh, subtle. <laughs> None of them are subtle in the way that they move or the way they expand. So that can be a bit of a negative for the fire signs, but it happens. It's just that when you mix Jupiter with fire, you're going to get a bonfire or even better yet, a wildfire. Jupiter mixing with fire is only going to heighten those fire sign qualities of being larger than life. And Aries is no exception. They aren't the biggest one. They aren't the most obnoxious or the most in-your-face one, but Aries doesn't get away unscathed for sure. All that confidence and enthusiasm makes for an amazing entrepreneur. When these people have a vision in mind, they chase after it almost relentlessly. The little details and roadblocks along the way don't stop them. In fact, those obstacles almost spur them on. Giving a challenge to an Aries Jupiter native is like giving a dog a bone. They welcome it. They love it. And honestly, they may even find their luck through it. These people are never going to say no to a challenge. And uh, that's because they know where the challenges are. That's where the gold is. The treasure chest may be locked, but they're going to smash it open with Thor's hammer and <laughs> they're going to find that gold. They remind me of like the Red Bull and vodka of the Jupiter placements. They can party all night and then still wake up in the morning to just crush it at the office the next day or wake up and do their presentation like nothing happened the night before. It's truly amazing. I admire it and I would because of all my fire, but I do admire their ability to party hard, and then also work hard. Speaking of luck and abundance, I want to talk about how each sign would go about finding their luck or how their luck might manifest. And obviously, house placement has a lot to do with that. But sign has some influence as well. 
While we haven't gone over house placements just yet, we will in the future, so please be patient. But for now, I'll go over how each zodiac sign's luck manifests under Jupiter. So Jupiter and Aries are bound to find luck through blazing their own path and connecting with other trailblazers. These people are born leaders and will always do best when they're steering their own destiny, but they can learn a lot from people who have taken similar paths before them. It would behoove these natives to find a mentor or someone they can look up to and aspire towards. Making friends with influential people will always come easy for these natives and will also bring them luck and opportunities. So really, if an Aries Jupiter can find someone that has done the job before them, maybe they sign on with a company and uh, their boss or the CEO is getting ready to retire and is looking for a protege, that is right up a Jupiter Aries alley. They would excel so great at that because they see the goal. They see, okay, I'm going to become that person and that person is going to teach me. They do really well in finding that one-on-one mentor relationship and then kind of breaking off and being their own leader again once they've learned everything they need to learn. So they find luck through influential people, people who basically they aspire to be. If you are a Jupiter and Aries native, find someone you look up to and put them on a vision board. Go for it. Or if it's someone in, that you know in real life, talk to them. Be like, hey, would you be my mentor? Would you possibly teach me the things you know? I want to be like you. Because not only is that flattering for the person and they're likely to say yes, but also that hands-on experience is what Aries needs. Aries needs that get your hands dirty and really get in there, get in the ring, so to speak, and uh, do the work. That's how they learn. That's how they expand. That is their luck. Jupiter in Taurus. This is Earth sign energy, and Taurus is traditionally ruled by Venus. All right, so here we have Jupiter with Venus ruled Taurus. That means the two benefic planets are teaming up in this placement. Remember, the benefic planets are considered the helpful or constructive planets. They typically bring a sense of harmony or abundance into our lives wherever they're placed in our charts. So having these two together means we're going to see a really nice flow of harmony and expansion. Imagine just like the greatest machine ever, harmony and expansion just back and forth, very flowy and beautiful. That's what this placement pretty much is. Taurus is generally concerned with money, the material world, and beautiful aesthetics. Jupiter's influence means we'll see a native that can easily find abundance, especially in the realm of money. These natives will have a keen sense of stocks and investments, so they'll know when to hold them and they'll know when to fold them. (laughs) Above money, stocks, material things, and even aesthetics, Taurus is concerned about one thing, security. I think that's why the money signification is so heavily tied to Taurus. It's not about greed, and it's not about them obtaining just hordes of money like Smog, another Lord of the Rings reference. Somebody should make a Lord of the Rings <laughs> drinking game or some sort of reference, however many times I reference that, and uh, drink to it. <laughs> anyway, so Taurus is not about being Smog and sitting on their money and being greedy. It's about security. 
And we live in a capitalistic society, so what brings us security? Generally, money. So it's about security and providing a stable life for themselves and their loved ones. Jupiter will bestow these natives with the gift of expanded security. Whether that means they make smart investments or they somehow always manage to have a steady, stable job, these people will somehow always find a way to be secure in life. Venus and Jupiter give these natives an uninhibited love of beauty. They not only love it, but they have an eye for art, jewelry, antiques, theater, or whatever piques their interest. It doesn't matter what the aesthetic is, whatever it is that someone chooses to be into, they're going to be good at it. If you decide you make art out of trash cans, it's going to be the most beautiful trash art you've ever seen. If you decide that you only like Venusian pearls and diamonds, then that's what you're going to be good at finding. So really, it's whatever your particular tastes are. You don't have to have a Victorian elegant taste for this to be your aesthetic. It's whatever you like. If you like gothic things, run with it and you're going to be great at it. You're going to be the hottest goth anyone has ever seen. These people are natural givers. Jupiter is abundance and generosity. Venus is harmony and compassion. Jupiter and Taurus people will not only strive to build a secure life for themselves, but they will then freely share that life with others. To them, what's having luxuries if you can't share them with the people you care most about? They are likely to be lavish gift givers and receivers. They will never say no to a beautiful gift. Just because I said they aren't greedy doesn't mean they don't like gifts. So they're likely to be lavish gift givers and create a really beautifully decorated home in which they love to host gatherings in. Their home is their sanctuary. It's uh, their oasis and they love inviting people in and hosting gatherings and just being the hostess with the mostess. That's really what I get from a Jupiter and Taurus placement a host with the most. If Jupiter and Venus get along a little too well in a native's chart, then we find someone who is careless in their spending and will overindulge without even thinking about the price tag. The price tag doesn't come into their awareness. They don't even know things cost money. They just know they swipe the plastic card and then they take things home. (laughs) So that can be the downside of the benefics teaming up without having someone like Saturn or other hard aspects to slow things down a bit. I know I talk shit on Saturn a lot because Saturn's always the one that says no, but in this case, Saturn is very crucial and important in toning down the benefics. Jupiter and Taurus finds luck through love and close bonds with others. Creating close bonds with people is a surefire way to create lucky avenues with this placement. And it sounds similar to the Aries placement, but the difference is that Aries is looking for a mentor, someone they can learn from and then ultimately separate from in the end. Once Aries and Jupiter gets all the knowledge, they're like, okay, see you, bye, thanks for the knowledge. But Taurus is different. Taurus needs to tap into their Venusian qualities and build real, lasting bridges to ultimately find their pot of gold. Many times this means luck through marriage or long-term partners, really building those intense emotional connections. And uh, it doesn't have to be marriage, but a lot of the times it is. It's marriage and long-term partners where people see success. And if 
they aren't romantic, then just really long-term friendships. People that have been there for you through and through, time and time again, they are who you find your luck through if this is your native placement. Jupiter in Gemini. This is air energy, and Gemini is traditionally ruled by Mercury, which means that this placement is actually in detriment. So we've happened upon our first Jupiter detriment placement. So the way I would describe this placement is you take the expansive qualities of Jupiter and you mix them with the kind of scatterbrained all over the place qualities of Gemini. So these natives are people who seem to have a hand in everything. They're here, they're there, they're everywhere. Lots of hobbies, lots of interests. They never say no to an opportunity or an experience. They're very much a jack-of-all-trades, master of none. That's kind of what's going on here. And that's not a bad thing. I know that uh, phrase is used kind of in a negative way. I don't personally believe it's bad unless it's taken to an extreme where then the native can't pin down what it is they really want from life and they just kind of float without ever really finding a passion or a longing for anything. These people have an adventurous outlook on life and basically crave new and exciting experiences because that's how they expand. They expand through experiencing things. So they'll be really good at stumbling upon travel opportunities or just new opportunities in general. These are the people that always have a story. It's like, how did they get into that? How did they even happen upon this opportunity to do this crazy thing that they just did? They're always really leaving you dumbfounded with whatever their latest adventure was. It's honestly really entertaining to hear about. So Jupiter and Gemini together create a native that would do well in a career where they can teach, lecture, or travel. Lecturing could be anything from a professor to a car salesman or to a pharmaceutical rep. Basically, any profession where they can communicate because these people are really good at communicating. Remember, Mercury and Jupiter, expanded communication. They expand a lot when they're talking and especially if they're talking about something that they're passionate about. Any type of career or hobby that includes writing or expressing themselves verbally is going to be lucrative for these natives. So we could see a magazine column writer. We could see anything that has to do with news and media, news reporters, anything like that. Especially news reporters, I feel like they encompass both talking and travel. So that would be a really good one for these natives. The gift of gab is real with this position. And because it's in detriment, Sometimes these people are prone to not only talking, but also gossiping and oversharing on a regular basis. So these are our chatty Cathy's, the ones who just talk, 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 sometimes just to hear themselves talk, and that's their annoying quality. Every Jupiter placement has an annoying manifestation of uh, their placement, and this one would be that they might be gossipers or oversharers. Another way the detriment may manifest is that these natives don't stay in one place too long because Mercury is not only communication, but it's also travel. It's likely that these natives will change jobs or even just location various times during their life. Detriment isn't as big of a deal with a benefic, so uh, don't worry about it. 
<laughs> because benefics want to spread their gifts and give natives abundance regardless of sign and position. So if you are in detriment, do not get hung up on this because Jupiter is still good. Jupiter is still out there giving gifts, laughing, having a good time, no matter what placement it is. So how does Jupiter in Gemini find luck? Well, these natives find luck through variation, taking chances, being spontaneous. Communication is key. Make lots of connections and network with people. The one caveat I will say is that it can't be aimless connections. It can't be taking chances just because. It's taking chances when an opportunity presents itself. Don't say no. Always take the chance. And I said network with people. So you're not just making connections with anybody. It's really honing in and using that gift of gab to make those connections. Schmooze. I've said it before. Gemini placements are schmoozers. They're good at it. Use that to your advantage and forge those connections. Make those bridges and they will lead you to good things. Jupiter in Cancer. This is water sign energy and Cancer is traditionally ruled by the moon. You wouldn't think it, but Jupiter really enjoys being in Cancer. Jupiter is actually exalted in Cancer, which Cancer's innate qualities of being intuitive and compassionate mix amazingly with Jupiter's wisdom and uh, want to bring people together. These natives end up being popular and able to make friends wherever they go. They have a jovial sense of humor, which is one of the things that attracts people to them. It puts people at ease. Jupiter in Cancer has a really awesome ability to just make people feel at home and just relate to them. So think about it. Jupiter expansion, big, big, big expansion. And then you have Cancer, who is generally significated with home life and being really emotional and feelings. Well, you take those two and you have someone who can make you feel at home. You could be a stranger. Like if you've ever met someone that you just bumped into them and you just felt really good about talking to them and they made you feel really at ease and their presence was just really delightful, that's what a Jupiter in Cancer is. They can just make friends anywhere and everywhere they go. There's also a big imagination bestowed on these natives. So it's not just that they're good at putting people at ease. They're also really creative. And it's not so much that dreamy, uh, more Pisces creativity. It's concrete creativity. They can take their thoughts and uh, what they're thinking in their minds and they can put it into the physical. And they can do that through music, through art, dance. However these people creatively express themselves, they're going to be good at it. A wide range of interests from antiques to real estate investments are going to be seen with this placement, which when we break down just those two examples in particular, it makes sense. So bear with me. Cancer is arguably the most sentimental sign. So old things are going to carry a lot of weight with them, whether it be old people. Maybe there's someone who has dedicated their life to working in retirement homes or assisted living and helping old people to antiques. They see the value of old things and they have a soft spot for it. Cancer is also really connected with home life and creating a home. 
So selling houses and being in the real estate market is literally helping other people find their home. And those are just two examples of areas that Jupiter and Cancer would excel at, but they also do well in any area that has to do with obtaining security. So stock market or even inheritances, anything that you can inherit from other people. The term that comes to mind here is keep it in the family. That's what I get with Jupiter and Cancer. It's still centered around family for the most part. Even though they are jovial and able to make anyone feel at home, their family is their main concern at the end of the day. These optimistic natives generally tend to work throughout their youth and early middle age to acquire resources. Picture a crab (laughs) on the beach collecting things and storing them in its shell. And then when they reach their later years, when the crab gets old, they enjoy the fruits of their endeavors. They take everything out of their shell and they share it with their family and they just live their best best crab life. (laughs) A beautiful crab story. So Jupiter and Cancer finds luck through holding things close to their chest. And what I mean by that is what I said before, keeping it in the family. So that could be family recipe secrets. It could be future plans for their family. Anything that has to do with their inner circle, that's where the gold is for them. They're going to find luck through their family. And it's usually the family that they go on to create. Not the family they were born into, but the one that they marry and then have their own children. And if they don't go on to do that, then yes, the family they were born into can obviously be where they find their luck. These people make great parents and they leave a lasting impression on their children. And then the children are often who they find their luck through, which I find that to be so interesting. I know cancer is very centered around their own brood and their own group. So that would definitely be a thing, but it's really interesting from my perspective personally as someone who doesn't plan on having children, thinking that other people find their luck through their children. And whether that means, you know, they uh, raise their children really well and they put a lot into them because again, they're great parents. They give a lot and they do the best they can for their kids. So their kids are likely to give back to them tenfold. And that's just kind of how it works. And I guess that's their luck. It makes sense. That's not my luck. So it doesn't make sense to me. But if you are a Jupiter in Cancer, I'd like to hear from you on if this rings true for you or not. So hit me up. (laughs) Jupiter in Leo. Fire sign energy and Leo is traditionally ruled by the sun. While this position isn't an exaltation or domicile, you wouldn't know it. Jupiter in Leo is extravagant, ambitious, and born for leadership positions. In fact, if these natives somehow find themselves having to take orders from someone else, they'll quickly take their dramatic exit. They think too big and strive too hard for success to be under the direction of someone who, by their standards, isn't fit to be in charge of their destiny. Leo is the sun, so we're smashing the sun and the planet of luck and expansion together. This gives us a native that not only shines, but other people love to see them shine. They find support from others easily, and people generally really want to help these natives. Others want to bask in the jovial light that these natives spread around, so success comes easily to them. They really do 
find their their groups, their community, their fan base, whatever it is, whatever group they're looking for, they find it with general ease and people just love them. People really flock to them and they want to bask in that Leo light that Jupiter is just making bigger and bigger. It's just like taking the sun and multiplying it over and over again. And for some people that's scary and they're like, oh, I can't do that. But for others who love that, they just bask in it and they get this suntan. (laughs) So anyway, success comes very easily to them because of this, because of the help they get from their community, from the people that surround them, which can make Jupiter and Leo placements lazy or easily bored. So it comes with a price. The fame always comes with a price for Leo placements. It has its pros and its cons. These natives can become power hungry and even abuse the gift of people loving them and people wanting to see them succeed. It can take a turn, but typically they will remain more charming and warm-hearted than they do greedy and conceited. It all depends where Jupiter is in the chart and how things shake out with aspects, but you can see this placement take kind of a sour turn if you're not careful or aware. I think awareness for all Leo placements is really important. Because no matter where Leo is in your chart, if you have Leo placements, you know it's big. Leo is the sun. Leo does not quiet down for anyone. So having Leo and Jupiter together, there's no quiet here. It's, it's drama. It's flair. It's wonderful. And I love it. I love the energy. But you must be aware of it. And try to gain control of your light sometimes. Understand that it's okay to build other people up and let them on stage too. These natives will do well in careers or hobbies where they can assume leadership roles or simply express themselves wholeheartedly. They need room to grow and an active goal to chase. And that's fire sign energy. Just like with Aries, they need that mentor who's going to teach them so they can chase that goal. Leo needs a script to read so they can chase that goal too. It's like being on stage and knowing their lines. They need that so they can excel and expand. So theater, sports teams, anything with group activities is really going to serve these natives well. Jupiter and Leo finds luck through being center stage. No surprise there. Now, your house placement is really going to impact this one because uh, this could mean uh, being a public figure or simply the leader of your friend group or even the leader of your household or just uh, maybe the more confident one in your relationship. So anything like that. Either way, opportunities present themselves when these natives really stick their neck out and show who they really are. Leadership positions are going to be so important. As long as they find a position where they don't need to put on a filter, they don't need to hide, and their true authenticity of self can just shine like the sun, then they're going to find their pot of gold. Jupiter in Virgo. This is Earth sign energy, and Virgo is traditionally ruled by Mercury which means this is our second Jupiter placement that is in detriment. But don't let this detriment fool you for a hot second. Just because this placement isn't outright lucky doesn't mean they aren't giving gifts from Big Daddy Jupiter. The biggest gift Jupiter gives to its Virgo natives is the gift of discernment and critical analysis, which as a fire sign babe myself, that sounds hella boring but it's not. 
It's not. Those gifts are what drives these natives straight to the top without you even realizing it at all. They'll just bypass you like that super quick. They're gone. They have this uncanny ability to find the quickest way to the largest payout, and they have Jupiter to thank for that. Smart and analytical in nature, these natives love to expand when it comes to knowledge and know-how. Most of the other placements up to this point have been more people-oriented. They've relied on others and finding their luck through other people and expanding through people, but this one is a bit more to themselves. Jupiter and Virgo natives aren't just book smart either. They're also just practical. They have both book smarts and common sense, which feel like that's rare to find. So having both is an amazing advantage because again, they can blend in. They have the common sense to blend in and not tell you their plans. Meanwhile, they're out there working, scheming behind the scenes, and then they just, again, shoot to the top. Watch out for them. Those Jupiter and Virgos, they're coming for you. Jupiter loves wisdom, which means this placement is going to have a natural ability to grasp new concepts, sift through data, and implement new strategies with general ease. Honestly, (laughs) this placement just feels like a supercomputer to me. These people don't even realize how much business sense they have because it's just second nature to them. And if they do realize it, then like I said, watch out. Because everyone wants to talk about Capricorn placements being uh, the big workaholics and the workhorse and the one that rises to the top. But I don't think people realize how meticulously crafted every move Virgo placements make are. Nothing is on accident. And that's something I really appreciate about Virgos. They're a little secretive about it, which rightfully so, because they don't want anyone to thwart their plans. But I just really admire a Virgo Jupiter's ability to take something and hone in on it and make it happen so fast. Jupiter and Virgo finds luck through critical analysis. This is a position that truly makes their own luck because again, they're in detriment. So it's not like Jupiter's watching out for them every step of the way. Jupiter basically says, hey man, You're in detriment, but here's this awesome gift of critical analysis and being able to find the fastest route to success with the least resistance. Go for it. (laughs) They're able to take nothing and make it something. They turn a small startup business idea into an entrepreneurial dream. Jupiter gives them the gift of expanded analysis, but also another gift they get is perseverance that can't be shaken. They will always persist. Even when the odds are stacked against them, they come back stronger and with a strategy that no one would have expected. Because you think the Virgo and Jupiter over there isn't expanding, you know, they're being quiet, they're kind of to themselves, they don't talk about their plans much, when really, they're just figuring out how to run circles around us. (laughs) I just really do admire Jupiter and Virgo, and it's a great testament to even if you are in detriment with a planet, doesn't matter you can make the best of it. Those are the Jupiter placements for Aries through Virgo. We'll continue going through the rest of the signs next week, starting with Libra and ending with Pisces. If you want more moon content before next week, go find me on Instagram at moonmatters.astro or on Twitter at moonmatters. Please like and subscribe to the podcast as well as leave a rating or review if you're listening on iTunes. 
Those things help me out tremendously and I just really appreciate it. I appreciate it so much and uh, it would mean a lot to me. So, all right, my moon babes, later days. Thank you.